Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back online as we meditate and get ourselves prepared to do the will of God on the earth. Hallelujah. We live in these very last days, perilous times, but I need to announce to you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That there is no other name greater than the name of Jesus. And at the mention of the name of Jesus, every other name, Get it? Every other name, every other demon, every other power, you bow in the name of Jesus. Dust and ashes under our feet in the name of Jesus. And no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in condemnation, we condemn in Jesus' name. The line is drawn. You stay right there. By the authority, the head of the New Testament church, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's worship him who's worthy. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Manjere parakatakara pashataya. Le prosokorokusolomonto. We worship the Most High God. We worship the Most High God. Sheprabha kalmataka dekalusu krusto. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Grada barabakasa lakatakala kashikasta. We worship you, we worship you. Glory to the God who is our Father, Shetebe Christianta. In the name of Jesus, we worship you, our Father. We worship you, our Father. We worship you, our Father. Hallelujah. We thank you for the soon coming of the Son, the Lord Jesus, to come and take his people home. Hallelujah. As we see the clouds and the arrangement of nations, oh, for these last days, as they gather around Israel, ha ha ha, we worship you that our departure is close at hand. Shepaka tekalanda, oh, pazevre feviteko, meke lipas, emma kusonto, abrezoto, prezika valanta. We give you thanks, we give you thanks for your mercy, for your grace to go on till we see you face to face. Hallelujah. Supralika takarika zonto. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. To him who sits on the throne. And unto the Lamb. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Lebro sinte manca litore, e brillo cupata cajete, fravite le son ridiste. You are worthy, Lord, the Lamb who was slain, and who is the Lion. Oh, the Lamb to those who trust in Him, and the Lion to those who cannot stand Him. Oh, repasta refedia. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. 
Worthy, worthy, worthy. Thank you for your mercy going out there. Thank you for your revelation going out there. Thank you for your understanding going out there. In these last days, Abba Father. Masha trete pele trete costo. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. She prakasta braza kito kosa krete kele posatoro. Freme dinjo brendo lusto prakazikalanta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Oh, mantel mento rakemiko rokuzike de legembre liste prakasanta. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. We receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 1, today. This is uh, some instruction that you can see. There's a change of God taking place, and uh, Moses is now moving on. And uh, now he continues to prepare their hearts for the taking over of Joshua. The Lord had told him that he would uh, be leaving the earth and that he should take of his spirit and put it upon Joshua because Joshua would take them into the land. Hallelujah. So uh, in verse 37, he says, Also the Lord was angry with me for your sake, saying, Thou also shalt not go in thither. In other words, he could only see it, but he could not go into that land. That was where uh, Moses stopped because people and their emotions affected him and, you know, he spoke unadvisedly with his lips and so on. But he's preparing them now for Joshua going to uh, take over. Verse 38, But Joshua, the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither, encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then he goes on, Moreover, your little ones, which you said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge, between good and evil, they shall go in thither, and unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. Praise God. So there is this inheritance that belongs to us, thank God, and uh, we have been given inheritance. Thank God. We are heirs today. Heirs of the benefits of God, the blessings of God, the earth and all of its fullness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so God has appointed uh, people who will help us to receive our inheritance. If you are a member in a church today, we want to believe with you that that person who is uh, teaching you, leading you, guiding you is going to help you receive your inheritance. Hallelujah. And so um, begin to listen with that intent that you are being taught, you are being equipped to possess. Notice that in 39, the last part, and they and they shall possess it. You need to know the inheritance and also you're going to possess it. You will take what is yours. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Let's hear Joshua, I mean Deuteronomy 1, 38 and 39 also in Canada.
ಆದರೆ ನಿನ್ನ ಮುಂದೆ ನಿಂತಿರುವ ನೂನನ ಮಗನಾದ ಯಹೋಶುವನೇ ಅದರಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುವನು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಧೈರ್ಯ ಕೊಡು ಅವನೇ ಅದನ್ನು ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲಿಗೆ ಸ್ವಾಸ್ಥ್ಯವಾಗಿ ಕೊಡುವನು ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಸುಲಿಗೆ ಆಗುವರೆಂದು ನೀವು ಹೇಳಿದ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಚಿಕ್ಕವರು ಇವತ್ತು ಮೇಲು ಕೇಳು ಅರಿಯದ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಮಕ್ಕಳು ಅವರೇ ಅದರಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರವೇಶಿಸುವರು ಅವರಿಗೆ ಅದನ್ನು ಕೊಡುವೆನು ಅವರು ಅದನ್ನು ಸ್ವತಂತ್ರಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವರು he has given to his people to inherit it amen and so we are going to be opening our ears to hear to receive all that he has chosen us to inherit amen any good father loves to see the inheritance received by the children praise god notice psalm 24 verse 1 a psalm of david it says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell therein hallelujah so the earth is the lord's and everything in it everything the fullness of it it's all his hallelujah praise god praise god oh so good to know that everything you can see first of all with the eyes belongs to the lord hallelujah amen glory to god and we need to get uh, to see that that is therefore your father's property and it's the truth saying the same thing in 1st Corinthians chapter 10 notice that it comes into the new covenant in verse 26 for the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof hallelujah glory to god praise god that that is the truth amen the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof amen everything in it every single atom every square inch of it belongs to the lord hallelujah glory to god let's hear this also in kannada psalm 24 verse 1 bhumiyu adara samastavu bhulokavu adaralli vasisuvavugalu kartanavugalu praise god everything praise god i'll read from 1st corinthians chapter 1 also thank you father notice there in verse 1st corinthians chapter 3 verse 21 therefore let no man glory in men for all things are yours hallelujah whether paul or apollos or cephas or kepha or the world or life or death or things present things to come all are yours you are christ christ's and christ is god hallelujah christ is god's amen so notice there that uh, he has turned everything over to us and that whether they be the person like paul the the great apostle and apollos an eloquent man who was mighty in scriptures who eventually uh, pastored the church in corinth and you know peter there known as kepha you know all of these wonderful ministers of god and their ministries they are all for you praise god isn't that lovely that all they did was god directing them on your behalf for you hallelujah notice there he says the world or life or death or things present or things to come all are yours Hallelujah. So there are things that are still to come 
There are things that are still in the realm of the, in quote, unknown. But everything is in your authority. Everything is for your benefit. And he says, it's a matter of ownership. In 23 he says, you are Christ's and Christ is God's. Hallelujah. What a chain uh, of events. Everything that God has belongs to you. Every equipment and every teaching and every ministry that God ordained has been given for our benefit so that we will know our inheritance and receive all of these realities. Praise God that it can be in our uh, authority, in our dominion or what belongs to us as an inheritance. Hallelujah. So don't be too uh, conned or cheated by divisive thoughts and um, thoughts that make you more natural-minded. This is talking to a group of natural-minded people. The Corinthian church was a special church in that they got saved quickly and they became quite large. But, um, you know, to get the world out of them, to get Corinth out of them was not that easy. They got saved easily and um, they opened themselves up to those kind of immediate things. But the things that would take time and progress, they were very slow at it. So he spoke to them as, as unto babes, as unto people who were like mere men, ordinary men. And, uh, you know, he uh, dealt with their conditions and they were basically... Uh, strive against each other, competitive in their thinking. They could not see uh, that we had to develop beyond the natural man. And by a team effort, notice he says in verse 6, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Amen. So there's not everything in one man's hand. You know, we do it as a team. And thank God for a good team that will now help us to receive by planting, by watering, and then the increase of God comes. Hallelujah. Verse 7, So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are conscious of these things as we develop, as we grow that um, God is the one behind all of this, wanting us to increase, wanting us to receive our inheritance, and that we are not in competition with each other. Hallelujah. Praise God. But that He has actually given us everything. It is for us. Every teaching ministry, preaching ministry, ordained of God, that church, ordained of God, is given to build the individual up so that they receive the inheritance. Praise God. Let's see if we can uh, catch up with a thought or two here from verse 21 to 23 also in Canada. Adakarana Manusha Matradavara Vishayadali, Yaru Higadirali, Yakandare Samastavu Nimadu. Paula Nagali, Apollosa Nagali, Kefanagali, Lokavagali, Jivavagali, Maranavagali, Idina Sangati Galagali, Mundana Sangati Galagali, Samastavu Nimave. Nivantu Kristanavaru, Kristanu Devaravanu. Amen. Praise God. Let's hear also verse 3 in Kannada where he begins to tell them that they are not to walk like natural men 
as mere men that we are more and more spiritual, but it takes time to develop. Let's see verse 3 also in Kannada. ನೀವು ಇನ್ನೂ ಪ್ರಾಪಂಚಿಕರಾಗಿದ್ದೀರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮೊಳಗೆ ಹೊಟ್ಟೆ ಕಿಚ್ಚು ಜಗಳ ವೇದಗಳು ಇರುವಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಪ್ರಾಪಂಚಿಕರಾಗಿದ್ದು ಮನುಷ್ಯರಂತೆ ನಡೆಯುತ್ತೀರಲ್ಲವೇ ಸೊ ಆಸ್ ದ ಫೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ದ ಗುಡ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಲೈಫ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ವಿ ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಎ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಡಯಟ್ ಆಸ್ ವಿ ಬಿಗಿನ್ ಟು ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಎಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪವರ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಫುಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಮೀಟ್ that they did not see that when Jesus said i have meat that you do not know about amen and that was the will of god for his life man shall not live by bread alone as we meditate on the word of god and begin to develop ourselves uh, in the things of the word the will of god becomes clearer for each of our lives and we are not going to be easily distracted by uh, things that happen uh even among ourselves we become more and more mature hallelujah so it takes more than one person it takes a team it takes effort and um thank god for god's team of people hallelujah the bible declares in verse 6 i have planted apollos watered but god gave the increase amen so god had arranged a team uh that just seemed to not uh know each other even before while uh Paul was about leaving and coming round to Ephesus meantime at you know this man Apollos was being prepared and uh Aquila and Priscilla began to spend time with him and eventually this man who was very eloquent unlike Paul uh who was more of a slightly rough nature and he was a master foundation layer he would go into a place and you know lay foundations but others would also be involved to see god's results hallelujah so whether you seem to be this type or that type the fact is that as you feed on the word of god god is going to build you up and you will find yourself in the will of god and take that place and we are not in envy in confusion strife with each other but we want to know uh what did god actually tell me to do and what do i have to do and i do that faithfully amen so there is no competition we are not like ordinary people we are not doing survival of the fittest here the inheritance belongs to all of us our father all of his glory and wealth and riches and honor belongs to us and he wants us to be promoted he wants us to enjoy those benefits hallelujah so there's no big deal about striving and competing with each other hallelujah let's hear verse 6 also in uh kannada nanu sasiyannu nettenu apollosanu neeru hoyidanu adare belisutta bandathanu devaru praise god so open your heart to the team effort open your heart to the will of god so that you can watch god doing what he wants to do as long as we are not competing with each other amen verse 7 continues so then neither is he that planteth anything neither he that watereth but god that giveth the increase amen so the guy who's planting and the one who's watering those who are involved in the work they are equal in god's eyes hallelujah they are just 
given the job to do. But God is the one that gives the increase. God is the one that should be worshipped. God is the one that should be placed in the high place beyond natural realms. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Verse 9 says, For you are, or rather we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. Hallelujah. So here we are called God's property, God's acreage, God's land, God's building. And a lot goes into building. And most of the time nobody sees the important part of the building. They just see the outside and how beautiful it looks. But you and I know that the most important thing about a building is its foundation. And uh, it's going to be deep. It's going to be covered up. It's not going to be noticeable except when tragedies like water flooding and storms and things like earthquakes begin to happen, then you will know the strength of a foundation. When cracks begin to appear up the beautiful wall, then you know the foundation is faulty. That beautiful wall will begin to develop cracks. Ugly cracks begin to appear. And that's when we know the foundation was not so good. Hallelujah. So time invested in good foundations is never wasted. It will make sure you are looking good. No cracks, no pressure leaking out. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Rather graphic, but it's good to see it that way. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can, um, you know, knit this together also in Canada. Verse 9 and then verse... Uh, ten. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are going to be able to receive salvation and its benefits. But then we should agree universally on certain things, that the foundation must be the same. Hallelujah. That the foundation must agree, and then whatever you build upon it will have to uh, be tested. So not just saved and just sitting around, but uh, you've got the foundation to build, and then as you build on top of it, as you mature, you are going to see yourself walking through tests and trials without cracking up, without quitting and giving up and folding up. Hallelujah. Your house stands. Your ground remains. Amen. Hallelujah. So we want to make sure that whatever's coming up there um, before us, we are going to have good, firm foundations and we're going to build because we are considering maturity. Hallelujah. We want to develop So don't just be satisfied with being saved, but let's move on to get a foundation so that you can receive benefits here and rewards before the throne also. Praise God. So we can also hear uh, verse 10 in Canada. Uh, We've heard 10, I believe. Let's do 11 also. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there are now things that you can use to build upon that good foundation. As long as your foundation is good. I believe the foundations are laid up there in the book of Hebrews, the 6th chapter, verse 1 and 2, which can be read from chapter 5. And he says there were many things that he would have liked to tell the Hebrews, but they were not able to bear them. Praise God. And so um, if your foundations are not well built and uh, properly assembled with the right material, which is in Christ, which are basic because it forms the base, you're not able to hear and build upon those things. Amen. You are stuck there. But thank God if you begin to actually do the work of putting a good foundation in there, yielding to those teachings, um, then we can build on top of it and it will look good. And you can choose from gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay and stubble. Praise God. And then you will have rewards from the Lord. Praise God, praise God. Now let's uh, move on from there. These things are a bit common if you have been listening at any point. We are uh, very concerned about these things because we got saved, all of us got saved, and we um, wanted to know how to do it right. We were not just joking. We were serious. We wanted to do it right. Like the disciples said, we forsook all and followed Jesus. And so we want to do it right. And we want to listen and hear the Master uh, who is the one who wants us to receive the inheritance, who wants to reward us, who wants to make sure uh, we enjoy the benefit he owns and it's all for us. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Acts also, familiar scripture, Acts chapter 17. And notice there, while the earth is so bothered about external things of race and color, and birthplace, this is what God is saying. Verse 26, and, and has made of one blood. Let's start from 25. Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. This is God's take on the matter that he has made everything. That he is the Lord of heaven and earth. That he doesn't live in houses made by man. Glory to God. He does not need any of those kind of things. He made heaven and earth and everything in it. He is the Lord of all these things. This is the God whom we are talking about. Hallelujah. The creator and possessor of heaven and earth. Amen. Paul was speaking this in uh, a place where they had, you know, all kinds of different ideas of God, but he was trying to clarify about his uh, God, the one he was talking about, which they probably had never known. And he continues to explain, neither is worshipped with men's hands, hmm, as though he needs anything, meaning that it is not something of your own strength that he's impressed with. He gives us the strength. He gives us everything. So what does he want from us? He just wants us to recognize that and offer to him from his ability, from his strength, 
from his life. He says, notice, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. Amen. So all things were given to you. Everything. Amen. Everything is yours. All things are yours. God gave us life, breath, all things. Amen. Hallelujah. So there's nothing that God has not given you or me. Life, breath, all things. Hallelujah. Uh, Anything you need. God does not need anything. Anything you need has been actually given. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The earth and its fullness, everything in it, all these things have been given to us. And then he continues, and has made of one blood all nations of men. All nations of men from one blood. So even if you are from any part of the world, under your skin there is blood, and that blood can be in those groups, probably just five groups. You see that uh, the blood groups are divided into And so we can transfuse the blood. And so you don't have to worry if it is blood from Africa or blood from, you know, China or blood from anywhere. Praise God. As long as it's the right group, you can use it. Ha ha. Glory to God. How does that happen? If you think a little bit, you can see that all these external things are just a smoke screen. Somebody's covering it up. Someone is using external things To wreak havoc on the earth. God has made of one blood. All nations of men. To dwell. Notice that. On all the face of the earth. And has determined the times before appointed. And the bounds of their habitation. He has even desired. That you know. That he planned where you should stay. What time. What season. Praise God. Exactly which part of the world. And your exact location, even if your, you know, your WhatsApp group or your apps require your location. <laughs> God wants you to know that He already has your location. Amen. Location services have been enabled by God so that you know where you ought to be. Praise God. And what is the purpose for all of that, 27? That they should seek the Lord. Amen. So the purpose should be to seek the Lord. In the beginning we may start out naturally like everybody else and uh, for various reasons which are basic to all animal life. You know, food, clothing and shelter uh, is this what everybody is looking for. But as you mature more and more you begin to realize you seek the Lord. That is what it's all about. Seek the Lord to feel after him, to find him, though he's right there. See, to make contact with someone who is there with you, who's always been there, to actually begin to contact him and feel him. Amen. The one who seemed to be the silent listener, who was there all the time, and you never knew it, who knew you before time began, who formed you in your mother's womb, and... Know Him, get to know what He created you for, and fulfill the plan and purpose with His inheritance. Praise God. And so this is what we are here to do, to make sure anyone who comes in contact with these teachings or 
with the instruction and the life that we are portraying, we'll begin to see more and more that we want to tap into getting to know Him, seeking Him, that we are not seeking other things, that everything is ours. It was already given to us. We're not seeking them. We just want to inherit them. Amen. And we inherit by knowing what is ours and learning how to receive it. Amen. But basically, we are here to seek Him. That is the bottom line. So we're not here for various other reasons. We are here because we know God has a time and a season and a boundary for us to live in, a nation to be in, for that particular time to seek Him, to press into Him and others will feel Him through us also, know Him through us because we live and move and have our life in Him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see if we can uh, put in this in Canada also. Amen. 25 to 27. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there you go. Um, suppose you knew how to receive the inheritance of all things, everything. God has given you life, breath, all things. And if you knew that and you knew how to receive it and Let's just make it more real how to keep it. Because there's someone out there who wants to steal it from you. You already are the possessor and actually inheritor of all things. God has given it to you. But there's a thief out there who wants to take it from you. That he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So you need to know that and be sure that all things are yours. Including life is at your own uh, control. Death also. You don't have to die just like that. You have to be able to enforce the truth that even the authority over life and death, things present, things to come, are all in your hands. That God has given it to you and all that He has is yours and you are supposed to be as He is in this world. And you are supposed to hold on and not allow the enemy to take it away from you. Hallelujah. And that is uh, what we are here for, so that we are encouraged and uh, emboldened to take and receive all that God gave to us. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's begin to think about the fact that all things are ours. Praise God. All things are ours. Everything. The earth, its fullness, life, breath, all things. Life, breath, all things. Notice how diseases try to take your breath. Somebody's trying to steal your breath using, in quote, disease. But it is yours. God gave it to you. Don't let anything or being steal it from you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Our Father gave it to you freely. Life, breath, everything. The earth and its fullness. Hallelujah. 
Don't let the enemy steal it from you. Hallelujah. Let's look at John 10 also. Uh, so that you can see that we are not making up things here. Praise God. John 10, notice the 10th verse. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Praise God. That is the whole point that Jesus came to manifest himself as the good shepherd who came to give his life for his sheep and make sure they went in and received all the pasture, all the benefits of that running over cup, the table of provision and goodness, mercy follows them all the days of their life and then they come home and be with him forever. Hallelujah. So notice Everything that God has, He has given to us because He loves us and that's why He created us. So that we would be His own and we would share and inherit everything He has. Life, breath, all things. But the enemy comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. And you and I have authority to say no to Him and refuse Him and stand against His lies no matter what kind of tricks He's using because we are Uh, founded properly on a good firm foundation and we are strengthened, emboldened to not give up anything to him but to enjoy the benefits of these all things which he has paid for and given to us. Our Father in his gracious goodness has turned it all over to us and we are uh, like the onion being peeled one layer at a time. We are seeing more and more the Father's heart and plan for us. Amen. So whether you are a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, anything, this is the plan of God for your life. That that job is not the source, that God's inheritance is your source, that everything is already yours. Life and breath and all things. And that that job is just given to you to prove that God respects certain, in quote, laws that you work, that you sow, that you reap that you seem to be like everybody else. You are a farmer. You are a fisherman. You are an athlete. You are also a person who has to contend in battle, spiritually speaking, to receive and maintain all that God has for you. Praise God. And you have a call. You have a race. You have some things to finish and accomplish that you're not just haphazardly living on the earth. That you have a time frame, a boundary, You are in the will of God. All these things are the result of maturing beyond mere life. Mere human life. Mere existence. Where people can get fed up because of things. And you know find a way to quit. And even take their own life. Because it looks like they have authority over their own life. Amen. And God graciously gave us that meaning in a positive way. Not in a negative way. That we should be able to take all dominion over our life and live out the full life, finish the plan of God, be a testimony, and then go home and be with the glory of God forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see if we can hear 10 and 11 also in Canada. 
ಕಳ್ಳನು ಕದ್ದುಕೊಳ್ಳುವುದಕ್ಕೂ ಕೊಲ್ಲುವುದಕ್ಕೂ ಹಾಳು ಮಾಡುವುದಕ್ಕೂ ಮಾತ್ರ ಬರುತ್ತಾನೆ ಹೊರತು ಮತ್ತಾವುದಕ್ಕೂ ಬರುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ನಾನಾದರೂ ಅವುಗಳಿಗೆ ಜೀವವೂ ಇರಬೇಕೆಂತಲೂ ಸಮೃದ್ಧಿಯೂ ಇರಬೇಕೆಂತಲೂ ಬಂದೆನು ನಾನೇ ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಕುರುಬನು ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಕುರುಬನು ಕುರಿಗಳಿಗೋಸ್ಕರ ತನ್ನ ಪ್ರಾಣವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತಾನೆ So these thoughts must be there so well founded in you that whatever God gave to you life breath all things they are yours authorized by God almighty and that you're not struggling uh, for them that they are yours already and you have to stand and refuse anything that's trying to steal them from you hallelujah and that requires a strength that is imparted to you daily and that comes from feeding and meditating and exercising these things hallelujah and so uh, paul had been about done with his work uh, and ministry in that area of uh, corinth and ephesus and he was thinking about going to uh, rome and uh, also jerusalem and all of that and he said you will not see my face again in that uh, 20th chapter of acts and so they were very uh, sad verse 31 he says therefore watch and remember that by the space of 3 years i ceased not to warn everyone day and night with tears and he was leaving like that he said in 33 i have coveted no man silver or gold or apparel Amen. So we are not looking to grab somebody else's stuff. No. And if required, you know, use your hands in his condition. He was also a tent maker and uh he said that you ought to support the weak. And he prayed with them and 37th day all wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all. for the words which he spake that they should see his face no more and they accompanied him onto the ship so you can see here that this is generally a farewell uh message you know some of the most important things that a man has to impart to people will be as he is saying bye and so there he is saying bye to them that for 3 years with tears he taught them you know day and night praise god and they were to not forget those things notice there he said in verse 32 and now brethren now that i'm leaving i commend you to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified amen Notice there that he is now commending them to God a and then b the word of his grace. Hallelujah. There is a part that you and I have to play in working with the word of his grace. There's God for all, but the word of God is given to each one that we have to now begin to develop in the word of his grace which will build us up. Hallelujah. the more built up you are in the word the more you see uh, the inheritance which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified so the grace of god has given you everything hallelujah with christ came everything else freely 
He gave us life and breath and all things. Wonderful Jesus. The devil thought that uh, somebody else gave them to us. <laughs> but it was God who gave us life and breath and all things. And we are not struggling about it. That's the truth. And you don't have to believe anyone else. And I gave you life and I gave you this. and No. Jesus gave us everything. Life and breath and all things. Hallelujah. Of course, honor to whom honor is due. We are not uh, like animals. We have sentiments. We have souls. We have respect. We have honor. And so we, uh, we just yield to finer things. Because our God is a good God. And He has fine thoughts and good thoughts and excellencies. We've been called out of darkness into His marvelous light to show forth the excellencies, the praises of Him who called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. So we are showing how good God is, how excellent He is, how pure and how righteous and how right He is, how good He is. Amen. So we're not here, you know, acting like animals and people of lower nature, but we are here in excellence of God in His goodness and kindness, in His loving mercies, to show that He gave us the inheritance. That the inheritance belongs to all of us, and each one can be built up and receive the benefits by His grace. Not because of anything we have done, but because we are cooperating. Notice that. Workers together with Him. We are His farmland. We are His building And as long as we're listening and just saying, okay, we do it like you said, we will see and inherit and enjoy all that He has given to us. Hallelujah. And we all have a common enemy, which is a spirit being who Jesus said was known as the thief there in opposition to Him who came to steal, to kill and destroy. He's the one who's destroying. He's the one that's out there killing. He's the one that is stealing things from people, their joy and health and their benefits. And you and I are supposed to know that and take our place and our authority and receive all of it, enjoy all of it in this fallen world, in this present time, this evil last day time. Hallelujah. God has made it possible for you and I to enjoy. Praise God. Well, let's see if we can... uh, um, Maybe get 31 and 32 also in Canada out of this. Adakarana Nanu Kandiri Ninda Muru Varusha Hagali Ruru Edebida De Pratioba Nanu Echerisi Denendu Niu Napaka Madikondu Echeravagiri Sahodarare Nimanu Katuva Daku Pavitra Rada Varela Rali Nimage Badjate and no Anugrahisuva Daku Naniga Nimanu Devarigu Athana Krupavakaku Pisikodutene. So notice here that Paul is not staying with them forever. Paul is the guy who came with this reality, this revelation, built it into them day and night for three years with tears and prayers and desire. And then he said, now I'm going. Hallelujah, I'm moving on. But he he had worked with a group of people who desired who, who, who desired and decided to follow him. And you will notice in the book of Acts, many times uh, they would say, we, 
we. It was always Paul and a group of people, including Luke, the beloved physician, Timothy and Titus and uh, people like that. You would see names that keep, keep popping up every now and then because God was setting in place a team. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear also verse 38 in Canada. Hallelujah. And so what would happen now is, oh, Paul is gone. We're not going to see him again. And they wept. And they were very sad. But he said, hey, don't worry about that. I've given you God. Introduced yourselves to him. You know him now and the word of his grace. Which is going to build you up. And give you the inheritance among them that are sanctified. And they are going to be leaders who will take that place that they are supposed to. And who will feed you these things and make sure you receive. And so Timothy and the others were put in place. And Timothy became the bishop of that uh, Big church in Ephesus, if you read the last part of Second uh, Timothy, you will notice it says that he was the bishop, the overseer of that church, and then other churches in that area came under his oversight also, those wonderful churches. Praise God. So why are we saying all these things? Because sometimes our eyes are stuck on people. Our eyes are stuck on varieties of um, you know, uh, comparisons. You know, praise God. I remember when I first came to Bangalore and eventually started uh, running a Bible school which was started by uh, a good, loving person and then we just continued that work and, you know, eventually we had to run it all. At, it was just a privilege to know that we could. But at the same time, there were others from some other Bible school and they would look at us and think, hmm... I like the other one, I like the other one, I like this one, I like that. I don't know who this guy is, you know. And so the people have these comparisons and thoughts like that, but the truth about the matter is <clears throat> um, God has a place for each person, and we need to know that and then take our place. Amen. If you're supposed to be with them, be with them. If you're not supposed to be uh, with them, don't be with them. But make sure that's by God, not your fleshly decisions and your fleshly wisdom. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you like to notice Second Timothy 4, notice the 22nd verse there. He says, the Lord Jesus Christ be with thy spirit. Grace be with you. Amen. The second epistle unto Timotheus ordained the first, first bishop of the church of the Ephesians was written from Rome. When Paul was brought before Nero the second time. So this young man now takes the place as the bishop. And that's why he wrote to him special things about, you know, don't let anybody despise your youth and all of that. All of that. But God has people who may feel inadequate, who may think they are not able, uh, they are not uh, the right candidate and all that. But as long as God has said it, God will equip you to stand and take that place. Hallelujah. So don't be scared. Don't be worried. Don't be anxious. 
whatever God has called you to do, you will do it. Hallelujah. But don't forget, all things are yours. Everything is yours. Life, breath, and all things. Hallelujah. The enemy wants to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You don't let him take your stuff. You don't let him take your life. You don't let him take your breath. You don't let him take anything that belongs to you. And your father gave it all to you. Hallelujah. That's your inheritance. And the word of God, which is the word of his grace. Why? Because Jesus paid for it all. You just believe it. You act on it. You take it as a fact. And you speak it. And wow, just like that, it begins to happen. Praise God. It actually comes to pass. Amen. And so it will give you your inheritance. I was uh, uh, recently thinking about the story of a person who um, eventually the Lord led him to, um, you know, buy a mall. He's a preacher to take a mall, to buy a mall. And the mall was 33, notice, 33 acres. And so he sent his people, his staff, and they checked it out and they said, uh, yeah, we can get one small piece by the side somewhere. He said, no, the whole mall. They said, whoa, we don't know about that. We don't know about that, you know. <laughs> 33 acres. The Lord had told him earlier on uh, to look at a shop opposite his uh, earlier church area and it was a chicken shop, maybe, you know, like some small chicken shop, you know, um, somebody's chicken fried. And he said, oh, I don't like chicken so much. And, and then sometime later, the Lord said, I want you to buy that place. You know, he's like, ah, I really don't like chicken so much. And a month later, the Lord still said, I want you to buy that chicken place. And, uh, you know, he just did not understand and eventually... Uh, some people came and they bought that place and it became one of the very expensive um, housing places there. It became apartments. So he began to understand, oh, God was telling me to invest and believe him and so on. So when the Lord told him later on again, now I want you to buy this mall, even though it was bigger than his own thinking at that point, it was way beyond everything he had ever imagined. He felt that God was actually telling him to buy the mall. And um, praise God, it was 33 acres and it was tough. And then came the issue of the town itself, the mayor and the politicians and all of that and that. You know, the, the fact that he was not actually uh, from the, the white color. He was uh, more of a brown person. And that a person of that heritage will not be given such property, such prime property. And eventually, uh, he just obeyed God, what he felt God was telling him to do. And um, began to pray about it. And the Lord told him, what to sow, because there has to be a sowing also. That's the way God's principles work. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. That's how he does it. In this earth realm, there are certain things that have to be put into motion by which we receive the benefits of God. But it's still all the grace of God. 
He will tell you what to sow. He will tell you how to do it. And uh, so he obeyed God. And uh, they, the money had to come. And miraculously it began to come. And when he was ready, of course, the, the town council stood against him and uh, said uh, so many things. Eventually, he had to meet the mayor. And uh, he said, Lord, what am I going to tell the mayor? And uh, the, the mayor was very busy. And the Lord told him, read Romans 13, verse 1 to 5, to the mayor. <laughs> and uh, first of all, they did not give him a time to see the mayor. And then finally the mayor said he will see him for 10 minutes. And then when the 10 minutes were up, he said, we've already taken a vote. We've already decided you, that property is, uh, you know, uh, for such and such. And so uh, we cannot allow church to be done there. After you bought it and now <laughs> they tell you church cannot happen there. You know, you can go to some other place and rent it for church and all of that. Anyway, he showed him Romans 13. He read it and he said the face of the man changed. He, all the blood came off from his face. He became pale. And he said... Um, I'll see you in two hours. After two hours, they said, okay, you can have a meeting there today. Just one day. You can have a church meeting there. And then eventually what happened was, the Lord said, don't worry about it. By the next day you will hear everything has changed. By the next day everything had changed and he was allowed to do services there. Praise God. But there is a battle. There is a standing for the the life, the breath, the all things. God has given to us life and breath and all things. Hallelujah. So the enemy may not want you to get your life even. And then if you have breath, he'd like to take your breath. I think what happened in these last year, uh, two years or so, was the most powerful standing of the world system against your breath. To take your breath from you as an official move in the whole world. The enemy had to come against your breath. Life, breath, okay, now you, you become clear, alright, there's life and breath. But then you don't know that all things are actually yours. Everything. So there is this progressive ignorance that we have to settle. Life, thank God you can live. Life is free, in quote, by the grace of God. Breath also is supposed to be free. <laughs> Hallelujah. What else is free? All things. Just the same way life and breath is free. By the grace of God. When you understand that, the grace of God has given you all of this. But people don't know it. Now God himself is saying, I gave you life and breath and all things. It is your inheritance. All things are yours. There's only one enemy out there who wants to take it from you. And he will engineer any authorities, any people to take it from you. And you need to be able to hear and be strong in the Lord. The power of his might. Hear his instruction. Obey him. And see how those things come to you as inheritance. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let's go to Titus 2.14. Also, as we think about these things. Titus 2.11, rather, let's start with 11. Glory to God. 
He says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. You know, this is the age of grace. And everybody, uh, whether they know it or not, the grace of God has already appeared. Jesus is the grace of God. Hallelujah. The law was until John the Baptist. Hallelujah. After John the Baptist, grace began. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Grace came from that time till today. Hallelujah. It has appeared to all men. See, but Jesus said, By the grace of God, that you have been empowered to not even think about murdering. Think about hating your brother. If you think about hating him, you have murdered him. So here in the grace of God, we don't do the physical act. You just think about it. It is equivalent to the act. But it's the grace of God. So it's a superior place, but it's also very gracious. Hallelujah. Amen. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. Hallelujah. It has come. The grace of God has come. And they need to hear it. They need to know it. That's why we are saying it. That life, breath, all things have been made available. If you can accept the name that's above every name. If you can call on the authorized name. The grace of God has made it all available to you. And you can receive all. Hallelujah. Then it goes on in verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. It is implied that in this present evil world, there is ungodliness, there is worldly lusts, all of those things that try to take you away from having a mind that is free from distractions. Amen? This world will try to distract you from the fact that everything is already yours. Life and breath are yours. Everything is given to you freely by God. The earth is yours. Hallelujah. And so you need to be able to separate yourself in your thoughts from these things so that you can be tenacious. You can stay your guard and receive all the benefits. So this is the the teaching that comes from the grace of God. Hallelujah. That the world should not pollute your ability to receive these things make you guilty and condemned so that you are not bold, you are not emboldened to stand and say, no, you cannot take my breath, you cannot take my health, you cannot take anything that God has given me, the earth belongs to me. Hallelujah. Otherwise you'll be condemned by external things like race, things that look uh, natural, and you will begin to look into the world system and think like them, And compromise and not receive in this present world. Hallelujah. So we need to be able to yield to this teaching us. So here in the grace of God, Jesus said, you know, grace came after John the Baptist. The kingdom of God came after John the Baptist. John the Baptist, the law, every prophet ended with John the Baptist. The greatest prophet was John the Baptist. All ended there. And with Jesus came grace. Hallelujah. Amen. And so the grace of God 
gave us some interesting thoughts. He said uh, that if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you have already done it. That's the grace of God. Hallelujah. Interesting. It's not, you know, physically lying down and sleeping with the woman, but thinking about it. Oh, praise God. Thank God that you and I are now called to a place that grace has given to us, that you can live in a place where from inside you are receiving the power of God to think right, to act right, to decide. And anytime you flop, thank God you go to 1 John 1 9. <laughs> 1 John 1 9 is one of the most sterling things you will ever see in the scripture. You confess your sins, He's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present evil world. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear in Canada first. Yakandare Ella Manusharige Rakshane and Nuntu Maduva Devara Krupeu Pratekshavaitu. Navu Bhaktiginate and Nu Loka the Ashegadanu Toredu Igina Loka the Lis Vasta Chitaragiu Nitivantaragiu Bhaktiulavaragiu Baduka Bekendu Adu Akrupeu Namage Bodhisu Atade. Praise God. So by the grace of God we are not comparing with others, competing with others, but we are learning how to focus without being moved by the world and its thinking, to focus on how to receive from God those all things by His word, by His way. Hallelujah. Not by our, in quote, struggles, but by His way, by the grace of God. Amen. By believing, by keeping our thoughts focused on what He's saying so that you're so full of it that you are able to deal with stuff. Hallelujah. Let's take a small journey again before we come back. Matthew, the 12th chapter. Jesus gives an interesting thought there, which I think causes a wrinkle in your brain sometimes. Uh, Very interesting. He talks about how the men of Nineveh and the queen of the south... People came to hear Solomon's wisdom there. And then verse 43 says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Notice the context here is about how there is salvation. There are benefits from the word of God. And people need to begin to think about the word and give it so much value that You know, kings and queens and people of honor will desire it more than anything else, etc. Then the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. He walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. So when a demon leaves a person, he's he's not at rest anymore. He finds rest. Ah, ah, now I can rest in people. How strange. Then he said, I will return into my house. (laughs) He calls people his house. From whence I came out. And when he's come, he findeth it empty, swept, garnished. All those things are, you know, very interesting. Empty, swept, and garnished. Those are words that you could say 
It means there was no other person living inside there. There was a, <laughs> a very clean environment. I read from the message. He says, I'll go back to my old haunt. On return, he finds the person spotlessly clean but vacant. That's, that's one version. The message. Wow, interesting. I'll go back to my old haunt or the place that I stayed before. You know, sometimes you call it your old, your old haunt. It's like he was haunting that place. He lived there and haunted it. Every time he was just, you know, filling the people with fear and haunting them and pestering their lives. On return, he finds the person spotlessly clean, but vacant. Hmm, vacant. Verse 45 of the same message, Bible says, It then runs out and rounds up seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they all move in, whooping it up. <laughs> They're like, whoo, they're having a party inside there. That person ends up far worse off than if he'd never gotten cleaned up in the first place. That is what this generation is like. You may think you have cleaned out the junk from your lives, gotten ready for God, but you weren't hospitable to my kingdom message. And now all the devils are moving back in. Hallelujah. That's a fresh thing on, <laughs> on the way these things operate. See, they are looking purely uh, uh, that we are just real estate. We're just housing for them. And that's where they rest. This is a good house, man. I like that house. I used to just haunt that place. I enjoyed living there. Give them the works. Then they came and drove us out. Amen. Uh, and they're clean now. They're washed and everything's great. But they're empty. Those who have not welcomed the kingdom message. Those who have not welcomed Jesus there and given him full... Uh, allowance and rulership there, the devil can come and keep trying to uh, access the place. Of course, he can never possess the believer because the Spirit of God lives inside the born-again spirit and there's a seal there. But he can try your mind and maybe even get into your mind and affect your body. Hallelujah. So that's what he's trying for again and again. He's always trying to come back to his old haunt. So what is the cure to that? Praise God, you can keep yourself full. Full of God, full of His Spirit. Give the Word of God a full welcome. Royal treatment. Hallelujah. Maybe we can read uh, these verses also. Matthew 12 in Canada from uh, 43 to 45. Ashuddhatma Oba Manushin in the Horage Hoda Mele Nirilla the Stadagadali, Vishranti Gagi, Tirugadi the Ru, Adanukandukur Lalilla Aga Adu, Nanu Horatubanda Nana Manege, Hintiruguenu, Indu, Andukundu Bandu, Adu Baridagiu, Gudisi Alankarisal Patadagiu, Iruvadanukanditu Taruvaya Adu, Hogi Tanaginta Ketavugalagiruva, Bere, Edu, Atmagalanu, Karakondu, Avu, Adarolage, Praveshisi, Vasa Maduttave, Ige, Amanushana Kades, Titiu, Modali Gintalu, Ketadagiruvadu, Adarante, Keta Santatigu, Aguvadu, Indu, Hiridanu. 
Praise God. So the worst thing you can do to a person is to get them saved and just leave them like that. They could end up in a very bad condition. The devil would like to pester them, disturb them, trouble them. And they don't know anything about their salvation. They don't know that they're actually a new creature. And so they can be told that they have devils and that uh, various demons have now destroyed their life. And they are believers. And you know, sometimes they talk to believers as though they are unbelievers. All this happens because uh, the, the grace of God is not understood and uh, we don't take the, the word from there that a believer has to be built up, has to be strengthened, has to be full of the word and full of the spirit so that he can refuse the thief who is coming to steal kill and destroy who doesn't want you to have your life and breath and all things. Hallelujah. And so my brother, my sister, don't get weary of receiving the word of his grace. Don't get tired of listening to these things because they are meant to give us our inheritance so that we can enjoy the benefits of life, breath and everything that is ours. Hallelujah. Give it a royal treatment. Give it the highest position. The type that kings would come to listen to. And you are a king. Hallelujah. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. This is what kings do. Kings don't uh, slough around. Kings don't waste their life. Kings give God's word maximum welcome and treatment. Hallelujah. This is what kings do. This, This is royalty. This is the king's thinking. Hallelujah. So... Uh, Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Give it a VIP treatment. Dwell in you richly. In all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Hallelujah. All kinds of benefits come out of that. Thanksgiving arises. Submission comes. Affects your relationships. Affects your children. Affects everything. The devil cannot enter in. The devil cannot give you any lying things. He cannot cheat you of your inheritance. Praise God. Let's hear Colossians 3. Um, Verse 16 and 17 also in Canada. So it's not just enough to have, in quote, a cleansed life, but it is important to have a full of the word life, a full of the spirit life. And so we need to keep pushing till we are full. Amen. Full of God, full of His Word. This is our daily project. And so we can receive without hindrance all the benefits that God gave to us freely. Hallelujah. 
you listen to him in all wisdom he will tell you what to do how to sow what to give where to believe god for which property which investment etc and you will not be lied to and cheated of your inheritance praise god so you need to begin to uh just see it as normal this is normal christian life this is the life god called us to do not to just be you know somebody that is like everybody else just slogging away trying to make it hallelujah thank god you have a higher life in god amen thank god you have a better place in god but then you will not have confidence and assurance unless you are full Otherwise, it'll always be like, ah, I don't know, I'm not sure, I guess uh, it's not for me, uh, etc. Amen? That confidence is because of a fullness with God's spirit, God's word, living large on the inside. It makes you do things that your natural mind would shiver, tremble. You will go and fulfill what kings were called to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. So like I was saying, this is all in the grace of God. Back in uh, Titus 2, teaching us in verse 12, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope. Is the believer supposed to be looking at something? What? The blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God and our savior Jesus Christ. This is what the grace of God teaches us that we are looking for Jesus, that we are expecting him to come soon. The glorious appearance of our great God and savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's part and parcel of the teaching of the grace of God. Amen. So what are we looking for? We're looking for his appearing. We're getting ready for him to come. we're making sure that we are prepared we have arranged things that we have done what we are supposed to do fulfill the plan of god for our lives and getting ready to be celebrated hallelujah forever and ever ha 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 glory to god glory to god notice how it actually makes sense verse 14 who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works hallelujah redeemed from all iniquity purified to himself so that you can enjoy him you're giving him such a great time when he's happy you are happy he is the person in your house he's not just the guest in your life he is the chairman he is the prince he is the ruler and you want him to have a good time And if he is excited, you're excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Purifying unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. The word zealous means to be like a zealot, you know, like a a group of people who are on fire for a cause and a vision. They don't care. They're ready to do it. Amen. Zealous of good works. zealous of good works like yeah these are the things we're going to do we're going to do these things we're going to go out and do the works of Jesus teaching preaching healing 
We'll do whatever Jesus says we should do. We're zealous about it. All fired up about it. So God is looking for a whole bunch of people. His body on the earth. Going about producing these things so that the earth will receive what Jesus paid for. Not just life. Just merely living. Not just being able to breathe. Maybe uh, managing to breathe. But full breath. And all things. Not just a little here and there. Everything. Everything. And those who know their God will be strong and do the exploits. Hallelujah. The more you know this, the more you are strong about it, the more exploits will come. What is an exploit? Something that ordinary people are not doing. It's like, wow, did you know that that guy did this? Do you know that they did that? Hallelujah. It's written to us. We are the ones who have the ability to walk in a place that mere men cannot walk. Hallelujah. And they will celebrate and talk about you. Of course, it will get the attention, sometimes negatively, but the positive side is such a blessing. Amen. And that same uh, man of God was able to start moving into the prisons in that town, the place where they resisted him, you know. And he was able to start teaching prisoners the word of God and Prisoners began to enjoy and he began to clothe the prisons. I mean, he began to buy cars for the police and started to contribute to the city and (laughs) the prisoners became graduates inside the jail and jobs were waiting for them the minute they came out. (laughs) High jobs. I mean, they were dressed with suits in prison. Wow. Wow. See, sometimes it's the prisoners who will listen to all these things. More than the free people. And their potential will come out. So this is one man who who decided to do such things. And I believe you are one of those people with this unlimited potential. Hallelujah. That God can do exploits through. God can do amazing, amazing things. Verse 15 says, These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Amen? Sometimes it it goes down to a place where you're like, Yeah, this guy and his stuff again. It doesn't matter. Just keep doing it. Just keep saying it. Speak it. Speak it. Somebody has to speak it. Speak it. Say it with all authority. It doesn't matter. This is God's plan. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear verse 14 and 15 also in Canada. Atanu namvannu sakala dushtatana dinda vimochi suvadakku satriyagalalli asaktarada asamanya janarannu tanagagi parishuddha maaduvadakku namagoskara tannannu taane uppisi kottanu. Ee karyagala vishayadalli maatanaadutta etcherisutta poorna adhikara dinda kandisutta iru. Yaru ninnannu tiraskarisadirali. Praise the Lord. So our target in this life is actually looking for the appearance of Jesus. If you are grown up, if you are maturing, that's where your eyes should be. You're looking for Jesus. You're expecting him to come. And I'm telling you, according to the word of God, he can come anytime. He's almost like he can just come now. The scriptures are being fulfilled. Enemies have surrounded Israel. Things are just closing in so fast. 
And so we should become more and more concerned that we are doing these things. We are uh, filling ourselves with these thoughts and uh, finishing our works and wrapping up whatever we have not been able to do, that we are in the process of doing it. Hallelujah. Now is the time to look and see, Lord, are there things that I was supposed to do that are in the Word of God that I have not yet done? And then are there specific things that you have been speaking to my heart because you're coming so soon? I want to do them. Lord, I want to pick up those things and begin to do them and be a testimony and a blessing on the earth. Hallelujah. Forgive me for fidgeting around my face. It just happens. Amen. But this is our target. We are looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When he comes, we will receive our rewards. We will receive our decoration. And we will carry that forever. Hallelujah. And the enemy knows that. And he doesn't want you to have a distinguished record. He doesn't want you to have a spotless a reputation in eternity. He doesn't want you to have a glorious, glorious countenance and, and a forward presence forever. Imagine, you're always bold. You're always excited forever and ever. There's no regret that you did everything you know to do. <laughs> wow. Forever and ever. So my brother, my sister, if we have life and breath, if we have our hearts still beating. Let's think about these things. Let's make adjustments as long as we are here today. Let's do something. Let's arrange things. And let's prepare for the zeal of the Lord. The fire of God to do exploits. To do teaching, preaching, healing. To listen to specific directions. Do what He tells you to do. Hallelujah. He may tell you to sow. He may tell you to buy something. He may tell you to invest somewhere. But make sure that you heard God. And why can you be sure? Because you're full of His Word, full of His Spirit. You're not distracted by the world's lies. You can tune in and say, that's God. That's what we need to be able to do. So it's not punishment that, oh, be filled with the Word. Just study the Word. Just meditate. It's so that you can hear His voice clearly and obey Him and see the results of the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear verse 13 also in Canada out of Titus 2. When you honor His name, He will honor you. It goes like that. You are glorified in Him when He is glorified in you. Hallelujah. Let his name be honored in your life. Begin to give him that place. Begin to lift him up. And you will be elevated along with him. Hallelujah. Let's thank him and praise him. Worship you, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy, worthy. The one who paid for us. The one who gave us life and breath and all things. We bless you. We thank you that your mighty name is being put to work on the behalf of the church in the name of Jesus. Your people are believing. Your people are speaking. They are maintaining all that you gave. Nothing can be stolen from them. Nothing can be taken from them. Life, breath, 
all things. We give you praise today. We give you thanks today for the infilling of the word and the spirit. Being so full of God, full of his word, receiving his benefits, receiving the inheritance in every area. That our hearts and minds are tuned so we hear what you say with all wisdom. That we are not lied to and cheated by the world, this present evil system. That we will not think like them. We worship you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Every tormenting, lying spirit, every dream, every voice that is contrary to the peace and fullness of God in the life of people, I curse you now in the name of Jesus. I cancel your works. You stop right now in Jesus' name. That lying fear, that demonic thing that is pestering them over in Jesus' name. That they may see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And then come home and be with you for glorious years ahead. Eternity ahead. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Faithful is he who called us. Who will also do it. Thank you Holy Spirit for helping us. We receive it Lord. We receive it Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. If you like to sow, if you like to give, I believe this is a good time and you can expect a harvest coming your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you team. Thank you so much. You're blessed.